This is the Blatcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. And now, Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blatcast. As always, I am Christian Blatt with another conversation about Black Panther 2, Wakanda forever and ever and ever is uh, what we're calling this episode. We're excited to have assembled, I'd say, a, uh, a murderer's row of commentators here from the uh, Elvis Duran show and wacky packages, David Brody. Hello, everybody. I'd like to Hi, just update that to formally from the Elvis Duran morning show. And formally of wacky you, package. But you're always from it. You know? Yes, I'm from Yes, I am from it. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Eric, are you usually introduced as it's Eric Nagel and the Opie and Anthony show? Or do you try to just it, it depends? I never bring up the other show, no, but sure. they love to bring up the other. Yeah. show, So that's fine. But Brody just needs to do what uh, wrestlers do now when they leave WWE. They just put FKA and then they put their their wrestling uh, uh, formerly known logos, as. Okay. titles, all that stuff there, because as long as you have the FKA wwe can't really do anything uh against you for uh, oh. copyright or, or well, what about or, um... cka currently known as a, <laughs> a host of the brooklyn boys podcast How about there you that? go yes. that, that's the lead uh but also someone who knows all about uh the world of wrestling and fka the one and only flobo boys host of many things all you need to know is that he generates new content every day <laughs> I'm getting tired. tired. I'm good. It's kind of ironic that there's an actual podcast called Brooklyn Boys, and I haven't been on it. I'm just putting it out there. Because you're a Brooklyn boy. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, bada boom. Flatlands. Well, to clarify, it's not called every Brooklyn boy, just (laughs) (laughs) more than one. And be like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, look, there were a lot of people that lived in that house on the Waltons, but not everyone whose last name Walton was on that show. Right. You you know what? uh, Luke Walton was never on that series. The Beach Boys and Dave. Billy Roth saying, I wish they all could be California girls. He didn't mean the ugly ones. He, right. he just meant like some of them, not all of them. But he yeah. said all. Under the uh, under the title on the album there, it said no fatties right at the bottom. So you <laughs> knew what I, he was talking about. I, I, I think to this day, uh, any public appearance from David Lee Roth, uh, somewhere in the contract, it does say no fatties. So I think it's just <laughs> consistent. Uh, Flobo, I have uh, talked to you many times over the years on the Black Cast uh, and on a number, a variety of shows. Usually we talk about Star Trek. What are your general feeling for this point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Where are you in Absolute terms of your appreciation? Exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> sure, well, I get it. I, 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 I will say this. I went to go see Shang-Chi uh, because you got to support all minorities, right? You can't be just be for your own team. So I went. Uh, but to me, it really, after Falcon Winter Soldier, I said, you got to like earn my goodwill again. Like there was a time where I would go because it was a Marvel piece uh but after having the falcon try to buy a boat for six weeks i was like no you gotta tell me <laughs> it gotta be compelling for me to go and so but i wouldn't black- understand the the bank manager was really all of us okay <laughs> that that's how we treat people you you just missed the point what's this we stuff there what's this we stuff yeah i give loans to everybody don't, yeah. don't bring me into this I, I know the DC. hardship of getting crawdads and gill netting out on the bay. <laughs> right. I, I get what he was going through. I want Batman at Pet Boys next year for DC. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Just him trying to figure out the Batmobile. I need an oil change. <laughs> I'm so not paying extra for the filter. I know it's a scam. <laughs> a scam. <laughs> so, Flobo, with that sense of exhaustion, you walk into Wakanda Forever with what kind of expectations? 
So just for context, the first Black Panther was actually one of my favorites. Uh, not because I'm black, but that does help. You're uh, But because because I'm a first generation American, and so there there is that whole Killmonger story about sure. being Wakandan but not being completely Wakandan. So I was already bought in. Like I will already was table stakes. Now, if this were the first Black Panther movie, I am not sure I would have seen it within the first two weeks. But I was already it was grandfathered in for me to be like, let's buy a ticket. You know. Okay, so uh, you actually go to see it, and of course we know that this movie is, of course, not going to contain uh, the character of T'Challa. Uh, Chadwick Boseman sadly passed on. Uh, you know, obviously there's some touching tributes, but we knew this wasn't going to be his story. So going to actually see the movie uh, as you're watching it, and when it's over, what are your what were your thoughts? Uh, it, you know what? It was the story and plot were pretty thin. Uh, I felt like the first one was a lot better, a lot more complete. Uh, and and it, I always I was thinking about this watching it, and because I'm doing the spoiler alert, Shuri's in the movie, right? Uh, about all the uh, offset controversy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm, well, about, yeah. Sure right. Just a, a quick uh, oh, offset uh, notation. People yeah, have ha- had about two weeks to see it now, but we are definitely going to talk about all the spoilers. You're not going to hold anything back. Okay, just, great. I, I haven't seen the movie. You shouldn't be watching. I want to point <laughs> out one other thing too. Yeah. He didn't spoil anything because Lego did it three months prior. They put it right <laughs> on the front of one of the boxes and you're like, Oh, she is black Panther. There she is in the outfit right on the front of the box. Yeah, you so. can Thanks, get all your Lego. best scoops from uh, pops figures and Lego Legos. They constantly are ruining everything. <laughs> Ruin no, everything. Yeah. I mean, the, the, pop vinyl, the pop vinyl had the time travel suits from, Endgame, right? Like, yeah, kinda, and they had yeah. all the Doctor Strange characters, and then they did the stuff also out. with. Um, uh, it was oh, this was Lego, not Funko. Uh, they did it for the the last Spider Man movie. Yeah. There was a couple of oh, things revealed yeah. in there before they, you know, Doctor Strange was going to be a full part of it. He, there he is in the playset. You're like, oh, so he's part of this too. And uh, yeah, you know, the only thing that there. they did right was uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda. They were like, yes, we know how much money we are not going to get this Christmas. We are not putting the toys into production because we don't want people to know he's in this. That's like right. the one time, though. <laughs> yeah, but when you saw the Captain Carter Lego in in two pieces, I mean, that was a giveaway <laughs> as to what was going to happen. Giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Giveaway, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. When uh, when the the Reed Richards was actually just a silly putty that uh, you know you couldn't actually mold the, the dumbest man in the Marvel universe, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there's just a All melted right. floor laying in there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Shuri, uh, obviously Letitia Wright. Uh, there's a, a little bit of a controversy around her. Uh, some feeling she's difficult to work with. And, uh, you know, obviously everyone should be entitled to have an opinion, but sometimes when you work for a big company, they would like you to keep those opinions to yourself. And, uh, sometimes, uh, the, uh, the actors in question do not, uh, do not abide by that. We're talking to Eugenia Carano, but anyway, yeah. uh, so your thoughts, uh, about, uh, actually getting her in this movie. And, oh yeah. You know, so you know, so like central part of this, those, to me, the story, uh, and the plot were pretty thin. So it, yeah. I, I understand if you walked out of, of Wakanda forever going like, oh, that wasn't cool at all. That was kind of a step down. I totally get that. But. With my own biases and my experiences, what I personally enjoyed about this one, maybe on par with the first one, was everything else. The set design, the costume design, how they were able to show us another kind of world, a similar backstory with Nachmor, uh, and then making it different <laughs> for that whole world as well. I thought that was pretty cool. They actually, unfortunately, there was times where I was spacing out watching this movie, thinking about, it would be cool if they did this. <laughs> or yeah. how about a three-part that did this? So 
I enjoyed it, but yes, objectively, it's, it is a step down, very much like Iron Man 2 was a step down from the first Iron Man. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, there's a, a, a lot of, yeah, first of all, visually, this movie's great. There's a great cast. There are some sequences that I think I really like, you know, all of that. But I keep coming back to the the word that I was feeling after I saw it was that this felt very ordinary. I think that there's a lot of elements at work in this movie. And if you tweak a couple of the decisions that they made in terms of what ended up on the screen, this could have gone in turned into like, oh, this could have been a great movie. Yeah. Uh, there's good things in this movie. I don't think it's bad, but I, I, I'm not quite to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm disappointed by it. But I think because the first one was such a big event, it was such a, it was an important feeling movie. I think it wasn't going to live up to it. But I think because after the premiere, the way that people were gushing about it, I'm like, all right, I know what I'm going to get. Um, what did you think, Eric? Um, I, I do think a combination of what both of you guys said. Yeah, it was um, a little lackluster, but I think they overpacked the action because what else were they going to do with their lead character gone? You know, they yeah. couldn't really go into a huge other story interconnecting it to everything else, which I did enjoy the fact that uh, minor, very minor spoiler, the movie and the mid credit uh, bit that they did was all self-contained. It wasn't leading out into, you know, oh my God, there's Galactus or everything somehow <laughs> needs to have Mephisto in it for some reason, you know, it, it, all <laughs> that stuff. Everything was all self-contained within the Wakanda world. Uh, I liked the fact that they did that and they didn't uh, go too far out into the rest of the universe. Um, yeah, there, there was not much they could do with him dying. I, I think they pretty much had, I would love to see what the script originally was going to be or what the concept was going to be had he still been alive. Um but I think they did what they could. There was a lot of dialogue, like a lot of dialogue for an MCU movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't dissatisfied with it. Um, I, I also wasn't checking my watch because it's almost three hours long, the entire yeah. movie. So that had a, you had that going for it. But as far as being like stellar or standout, it was kind of average. As yeah, far as an MCU and, movie goes. And I think that, uh, you know, some of the MCU movies are so big and so great. And uh, I know that uh, the the trend on social media in the last few months has uh, turned to uh, really shitting on Spider-Man No Way Home. But that was, to me, that was big. That was Why? great. That's what I want. Oh, I, I, look, because that's what people do is they decide that something that they thought was great, well, now's the time I have to say I didn't even really like it that much. Well, don't I do don't that in why. the comments section on this video. If you like yeah. it, like it. No, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, only shit on about Christian. Like he was, look, he's living the part of the Walking Dead finale. He's just in his bunker. He has, he's all disheveled. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going out that door. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's out there. He's, he's living the gimmick. <laughs> Live the gimmick. But uh, you know, it, it's interesting what Eric said. Uh, you know, David, I'll kind of start here with you. You know, there is a smattering of opinion that this movie was too long. I didn't feel like it was too long. Yes, two hours and forty-one minutes should be too long. As I'm watching the length wasn't really the problem. Whereas to compare it to the two hour and 59 minute, the Batman, that movie felt two hours, rather that movie felt three hours and 59 minutes at times. Uh, what did you think uh, sort of starting from there, uh, David, did you feel like it, 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 uh, it overstayed its welcome or was it about the length this story needed to be? I don't think the movie was too long. I think it took too long to get to the movie. Okay. I, it was like, 
an hour and 45 minutes before you see Black Panther, maybe two hours. Um, it was a long time getting there. Like you knew it was going to happen, but yeah. it was forever, right? It was so much dialogue, as Eric said. It was so we get the funeral. And by the way, the funeral, are you telling me no Avengers showed up? Nobody invited anyone. Yeah, it's a world right. power. No world leaders. Nobody showed up. For, I, agree I know you don't want to pay Chris Hemsworth to show up. Yeah, but you but could I feel have like paid they Paul have Rudd. Paul that. Rudd could have been there. Paul right. Rudd. He's not taking up much room. <laughs> yeah, right. All they had to say, I, I always find like if there's <laughs> oh, a plot Paul hole, Rudd. if you explain it, I'm fine with it. If they had said, yeah. I'm glad we kept it to just Wakandans, then there's no... There's no worry, right? But what if it was yeah. a Zoom funeral? Because it could have been during COVID. So you know they had a <laughs> I webcam, would have liked to have seen and everybody like, else know, is back in New York, just looking in, you know, what, sad. Yeah. Watching what it what on about screen. if they had had Ant Man with his helmet down, Star Lord with his helmet down, you know, Spider Man? Yeah, they're all scanned. Action. Yeah, you scan them for their action figures. Right. Just put well, them back in there. Yeah. Well, you probably would have had to pay with for Sony to have Spider Man there, so that's fine. Yeah, it's a great point. But the, but the main Avengers, I I assume they liked him enough to show up, like yeah. Wong. Couldn't teleport in for a second, like he did in She-Hulk. And Wong's then just kind of stretched in these days, though. He's kind of everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah, he's binging yeah. Sopranos. He's busy right now. That's right. He's busy. Really gets to the ending, and he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I wonder if they'll time travel and change the ending. Maybe he will. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll he'll rescue Tony from. So that that's restaurant. that's not really my opinion of the movie. It's just sure. as, to answer your question on the length. I don't care how long a movie is if I enjoy it. Sure. Right. It could be an hour and twenty if I loved it. Could be four hours if I love it. I don't care. This movie had so many. Hold on, I got a list here. These are all the plot holes I'd like to discuss at some point. Wow, things that didn't I, make any sense. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to I, that I, later. I, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I I love to hear that. Yeah, there's a couple, and uh, I'm I I don't have a, a a handy dandy list as they say, but uh, I feel like a lot of the things that you have on yours, uh, were you know you, you can definitely see some of the some of the problems uh, in putting the script together. Um, the one thing that uh, I've touched on in past conversations with this, uh, I I think that I let myself over the last couple of years get caught up in the idea of why didn't they just recast T'Challa? And I think this movie did a good job answering. Here's why we didn't, as in, you know, Ryan Coogler, the <clears throat> filmmakers, the studio, the cast, you know, they, they felt that this was the way to do it. Now dealing with the mid credit scene, we'll get a, another black Panther. We'll get another T'Challa at some point, but it, what do you think? I'll ask you first, uh, David, we'll do reverse order this time. Sure. Uh, do you think that not recasting the actor and just having somebody new show up in this sequel as T'Challa, uh, do you think that this was the right choice? Well, for me, I would have recast the role, okay. but I understand why they didn't like for me, people, they recast war machine. Nobody even noticed. Right. I uh, did. Well, you did. Well, I, okay. I thought it, was, a, was a better roadie, but I thought your point. Yeah. But it wasn't like a, <laughs> he's, it was a just, he's a, he's a better mathematician. We've yeah. seen <laughs> how many, how many Batmans, how many jokers, right. That people James replace Bond. the characters all the time. Right. But that's yeah. not continuity. That's no, it's not different. continuity. Look, they're going to they're going to make by the way, the mid credit scene, I believe was part of the movie and I believe they cut a more important mid credit scene that maybe was a surprise cameo like Dr. Oh. Doom or something because it, that mid credit scene, how often is the mid credit scene the exact same scene 
as what just happened before the credits. Not right. Not one that I can remember. No. Sure. And that's why right. I liked it. Cause I felt like, look, this is a special situation because the lead died. It's not like a side character right. died. No, I get the it. Lead I, died. It's a cultural, you know, significance with this movie. So I think that choice of the mid credit scene, keeping it all self-contained was a very conscious decision, not replacing something else. I just think, I, I think that it made sense to like, for this one thing here, we're going to keep it all together and then we're back to business uh, for the next thing. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Eric's point, but David, I think you could be onto something because some of these mid and end credit scenes, you could take the scene and be like, oh, you know what? We're not going to put that in Black Panther, but that works as an end credit scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, because of whatever it is that it sets and up. And that is a rumor going around, too, that that's one of the credit scenes, but everybody just makes up everything. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? I, I Look, I, I understand why Ryan didn't recast the role. We, we all know with the Marvel Universe, little T'Challa can go into a time vortex and lose his childhood and come back out and he's 28 and he becomes the new Black Panther whose name is T'Challa. And that's technically recasting. So I feel like they're still going to recast it. My problem with Shuri, she's like 30 pounds and didn't look right in the suit, if that's okay to say. I don't want to offend anybody. No, she's but- very slight. I think it's fair to say. And... You know, this is something that happened in the comic books, uh, but that iteration of Shuri is very different. Yes. She trains and is very physical and wanted to be Black Panther, uh, always kind of wanted to, you know, and, and T'Challa gets hurt and she steps up and is able to do it. So, yeah, uh, I, I agree that I think she was incredibly popular based on that first film, but then also her other appearances in Avengers movies and such. So I think the idea of making her Black Panther is probably just something that they did sooner. Um, I, I think I don't it was just did. an end to a mean. Yeah, but I don't know if she's yeah. going to stay Black Panther. She, I, I don't know? think she is. The ending yeah. of the movie before the credits, you had, um, I, I can never get the name right, uh, the, the leader of the Mountain Tribe, Mbaku. He's already challenging the for the crown during that ceremony because she's doing science stuff, didn't want to be involved with this anymore. So it seems like he's going to be the next um Fat black panther, panther. like he, well, he's definitely going to be the king of wakanda i right. think she's fine with that she's going to move into other things you know yeah. now that you had uh julia louis dreyfus's character there so you know that's the thunderbolts and yeah and leading to you know it could be like dark avengers and or, or other stuff that there's possibilities for in the next couple of years um i think you're gonna see sure just move to some other things <laughs> rather than being the black panther character she just did it because she was all rageful and, 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 you know, hateful and all that stuff with everything going on. So like when she showed up, this was not supposed to be funny, but it was during my screening when she, the ship shows up and she drops out of the ship and does the superhero landing in front of the, the whole tribe. And, and uh, you know, this is supposed to be the big applause moment, you know, like an end game kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oh my God, she's there. One person in the theater tried to make it an applause moment and it was just awkward because nobody else was <laughs> was going with it. So yeah, just, nobody clapped <laughs> in the theater either. And then the slow clap, like you hear Dreda, and I'm trying not to laugh because that just fell apart. Um, but yeah, she was just doing it to to she was in rage mode to help her family, all that stuff. But then yeah, you know, clear heads prevailed, and then she's like, I this isn't <clears throat> me, I don't want to do it. So I think it was in a way, it was the logical transition before giving the title to uh somebody who's going to have like a year and a half run 
or something right. wrestling term for you uh for for the next champion this <laughs> was an, a, a transitional <laughs> champion because this guy's contract is done you give the belt to this guy he wears it for a month or two till that guy comes over and now that guy will take it and run so <laughs> so you're saying cigar. that bob backlund <laughs> is going to be the next black panther no he oh. had a four-year run oh okay <laughs> crossface chicken wing um <laughs> So, uh, Flobo, uh, Yo. your thoughts on not recasting and uh, ha at least for the moment having Shuri be the Black Panther. So not recasting put the movie uh, it could have been great into that good territory, right? It reminds me a lot like uh, the Fast and Furious 7, uh, which was like, it could have been a lot better than it was, but we kind of gave it a pass because the untimely passing of Paul Walker. I would not have casted T'Challa. Uh, I would have loved M'Baku to be with the Black Panther in this one. I thought it was cool, but to use wrestling terms, he got jobbed out so hard in this you movie. Did. <laughs> you're in, you're in, I got, all right, yes. I, I'm sorry to step on you, but you're in the kingdom of vibranium, right? Or wh whatever it is. Yeah. He's wearing all wood armor. He goes to attack Neymar with a wooden club, and then he turns around and punches him through his wooden chest plate and he's knocked the f out laying down on the other island there he's like oh I'm like i'm like why is he all in wood when they have the most precious yeah. metal on earth man, man lives their... in the woods yeah once to live well, in the woods he's gonna get wood he so, did he, to he totally got jobbed on it well to be fair in the first one in the opening sequence they said that tribe went out to eschew the vibranium meteorite but uh, you would think mbaku himself would be like Maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, a I mean, Marty McFly put the iron thing under his uh, under his blanket before he went out and got shot. Everybody knows that old movie tripe. Why didn't he have something like that? Except, nope, right through a piece of plywood and he goes flying. Yeah, well, I think I guess baby. he didn't think that he needed it. So, well, so Flobo, <laughs> you you understand the decision uh, yeah. and, and and you kind of agree with it. I, I think for the most part, people who have seen the movie, you have a couple of holdouts. Um, yeah, I think it, it is a little bit unprecedented because of the fact that, you know, it's the lead and it was a very important cinematic figure was Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Um there was something I wanted to move on to, but I'm actually really interested in David's list of plot holes. So why don't we uh, start working our way through that? Right. And, uh, I'll weave in and out with some other things. But, right, so uh, they may not wait, be in wait, order. Dave has a list of complaints. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he, no, you'd like no, to speak with the manager. Yes, please. So in no particular order, the, um, the Talacons, the Talacons send the Wakandans to go get the scientist, right? They say, go get her, bring her back to us. Right. So they travel to uh, where Riri is, Chicago, right? MIT. They, MIT, Boston, right? They go to yeah. MIT and they get her. And at, uh, for all intents and purposes, it looks like they're doing what they were supposed to, right? And then on the way back with her, the, the telecons who don't want to be known, they don't want anyone to know they exist, attack them in public to take her when they've already agreed to bring her back to to give her to the to the telecons there was no reason to attack her would you agree on that i i would and and uh, also for me a major plot failure is the only way to deal with this is we have to kill this scientist oh that's on my list i went out of okay. order you're 100 right. right really so, not the whole the fact that this whole fight took place on a major highway where there were no other cars right. it was just them fighting right. in on the north in highway. massachusetts where there's yeah. no cars the so, Celtics uh, were in the playoffs. Everybody yeah. was watching. So, so to, back, yeah. to backtrack. There, well, there. That's the explanation they needed. There you go. Not the garden. <laughs> this, this teenage girl invents a vib uh, vibranium detector. 
Yeah. First of all, I want to know how she invents a vibranium detector when she doesn't have any vibranium. Oh, we don't know that. No, there's no vibranium anywhere in the world. And certainly a 16 year old in her dorm room or 18, whatever she is, certainly didn't have any vibranium laying around. So how are you going to teach the machine to, to discover vibranium if you don't know the makeup of it and you don't have any? So that's 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 a plot hole. Second, does do the Talacans and the Wakandans and everyone in the audience really think that if you give a vibranium detecting machine to the government, that not only aren't they going to copy it and figure out how it was made, but they're going to take the only one in existence and drop it into the ocean where it might get destroyed. Okay, I think you're right. However, we are talking about not just the United States government. We're talking about a government. It is possible that they wouldn't. You would think that they would make another one. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, there. you know, there could be like, well, here's how much that would cost. Ah, go ahead and send it out there. Wait a minute. This, the, the little girl made it out of scraps in her garage. I'm pretty sure they can afford to make another one. <laughs> He's right? like Ironmonger. He made the cave with scraps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't they want one like in every ocean around the world, every sea where like well, to look for this could be like, any sense. This could be like a Death Star scenario. You, you know, they have the one they wanted to use it right away to, to claim the land, claim where it was, while they have the specs and they're building others that we don't know about yet. Next movie, we could see like they've got a whole bunch of them. Could be I, well, that. I am so anti Ruby Williams, even on the on the printed page, that I just thought she's gonna be wow. shooting no matter of all the new heroes that Marvel has, that one just takes me off the most. But. So you like you like Kate Bishop more than Riri Williams? I'll take I'll take it because that makes some that makes sense. This derivative like- character that's obviously named after Rihanna is now shoehorned into this whole Black Panther thing. And all I right, love now, interest question mark. Be, I don't you, know. Now you have to take into consideration that there are teenagers out there who could be named after Rihanna. All right. We're we're getting uh, older. Okay. Absolutely. Also, I, I I'm not sure if Riri Williams. I don't know when she started in Marvel Comics, but Rihanna was 2006. Yeah, so I I not I think sure. she was around in 2009. But I, I'm talking about Riri, but I would have to check. Um, and okay, she got well, her. She worked with Tony Stark in the comics. Yeah. Obviously. Not oh yeah. There, there's here. a connection to like how yeah. she's able to come up with Stark tech. And instead, it's just like, oh, yeah, I came up with it on my own. Yeah, there, that's a, another plot hole. So are there more uh, are there more Riri Williams plot holes for us to focus on before we talk more about Riri? Riri. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the whole thing about her creating the thing and the government taking it without a permission. Uh, no, um, the fact that I'm still going old school with calling him Namor. I apologize. He's the submariner to me. I, and I'm I thought sorry. that was kind of cool, though. That they yeah. named him Namor? Namor. Yeah. Namor. Uh, As in quick, no love? Yeah, all right. Riri well, Williams that guy... was created in 2016. Yeah, okay, yeah. so oh, she's okay. even newer than I thought. She, yeah, okay. she's new in Jay Foster. They came around the same time. Jay Foster's right. story. Uh, Jay Foster's and, uh, story. By the way, Dominicus Saxon in the chat, as always. I'll take Kate Bishop over a hundred Riri's. Yeah, I'm okay That's with Riri's. Of, That's a lot of Riri's. Kate, Bush, Kate Bishop is a win. That is a win. Um, plus, I mean, no, attitude. yeah, I think that uh, I think Yelena Black Widow is the goat, but that's just oh, me. I, I thought we were talking about Young Avengers. <laughs> well, I mean, she's Avengers. going to be part of whatever they're all going to be, you yeah. Know? Hawkeye's daughter, not not uh, not a problem with that. She looks okay, you know, as far as her character, although she does the stupid thing in the trailer where she opens up the uh, you know, the um, the dimension. The um, oh, you mean Ant Man's daughter? Ant-Man, uh, oh, sorry, Ant Man's daughter, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which, by the way, just to to sort of pull on a thread from earlier, 
that was a very convenient way where they're like, yeah, now this character is a lot older. So you're welcome, you know, because she was a little girl in Ant-Man 2. And now she's like in her 20s, you know. Oh, because so. of the blip. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, one, more, one more for you. Namor, yeah. Namor didn't want anyone to see the Wakandans, right? No yeah. one should see them. Yet they attack a giant military vessel that certainly could have had security cameras and footage of them. And Lake Bell, Lake Bell, the woman on the ship, yeah. she's a major actress, right? She's mm -hmm. a known commodity. I have to believe there was a lot edited, like that she had a bigger role. It seems like a fairly big actress to have in like 45 seconds of a movie. Well, they uh, they also, yeah. And I mean, at one point, Martin Freeman's character references, you know, that he had friends on that ship. She's also the animated voice of a Black Widow in the What If series. So, yes, they, uh, you know, she's uh, within the family. So she's not going to, she's she probably knows better than to complain about having her, her scenes cut out. Um, I liked the Riri Williams character. I liked watching her with Shuri. I thought there were some interesting things, but it didn't need to be in this movie. I think it's a great way to prop up your streaming series that you're going to have. Now people are a lot more aware of her. I don't know that it was necessary. At the same time, I did enjoy it, but I, I think that uh, all of David's questions about uh, you know the storytelling are right. But uh, Flobo, you just... You're just filled with hate, huh? I just, you know, again, that the, the new Marvel class of heroes that came around that time, the, the 15, 16, 17, everyone has uh, a, a tie to the old guard. I get it. But to me, Ironheart was just such a tacked on thing with a character that was kind of like this paint by numbers. She's inner city. She's smart and she's sassy and she's going to be the next foil to Tony Stark. To me, it was like such an engineered thing. And in this version of the movie, while fun, I feel like there was a at least a draft of the script where uh, Shuri and Riri were kind of going to be like the love interest, but didn't really happen. But they were kind of friends, but they kind of weren't. I don't necessarily know what that is. Was the whole purpose of this to say that Shuri can reach out to new people and learn how to be a diplomatic as T'Challa? Or really was it an issue of just trying to get Riri inside or on stage? So it was shoehorned. Yeah. Flobo, on your laptop right now, be honest. How many different fanfic scripts do you have where there's a relationship between Shuri and Riri Williams? It's very I'm not on trial here. But that's why you're putting it out there. Uh, I'm not it's, here. Like, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Who builds people a car unless you want to make out with them? I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I have a question about the car, which is a, was an early 70s challenger. When the car was at the beginning of the movie, it was orange. And then when they put it back together, it was red. Discuss. They don't have any orange paint in Wakanda. Next question. That's <laughs> it's just of all the things that they invented there, they were just like ah, just I don't been know the what lighting. Is that color? You know, one was in a shady warehouse, the other yeah. was under like fluorescent lights in the Wakanda lab. So it was orange. It was red. Cut it out. Don't make um, excuses for them, Eric. All right, You're enabling. Well, all right, <laughs> Eric. Where are you at on uh, Riri Williams? Uh, you know, just in general, but uh, how they use um, her in this. Script. Honestly, I didn't know enough about the character. Really, like a lot of this uh, stuff in the last decade, I wasn't really overly familiar with. So when I heard that she was going to be in there, I, I you know tried to read up a little bit uh, about yeah. her. And um, like Philip said, I don't think it makes sense for a lot of her to be like she's now just going to be the next Iron Man when. When Iron Man was still alive, look, he tried to give it to Peter Parker. You had um, 
uh what's her name what's her name penny his, his girlfriend his wife pepper. whatever pepper, 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 pepper yeah I'm spacing it's been a long day uh where, where pepper was uh going to be taking over a lot of that stuff there was other people around him that could have uh take war machine could have been overseeing a lot of the uh tony stark science and and uh the stuff being put together she, she does seem like she's just thrown in there um yeah I know she's got a, a mini series coming out in, I think, the beginning of next year. No, no, later in the next year. It, it's it's later next year. It's yeah, in yeah. the fall. Um, for for the Ironheart series, and we'll see where that kind of goes. Yeah. But um, yeah, it does seem like it is going to be for like a younger Avengers, but it also does seem very forced into it. It doesn't seem like a natural progression into the. Say what you want about Kate Bishop, but at least they were trying to show some sort of progression into her taking over a mantle or rising up to being whatever she's going to be. Yeah. No, the this fact that there was no to connection it. to Tony Stark, I think is a missed opportunity. Yeah. And uh, for our audio listeners, I want to make sure everybody knows that uh, Cammy Egan, Cammy Egan wants to make sure that Phil will let the hate throw him. It does only make him stronger. So what <laughs> backstory, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's the, what's another item on your plot hole Palooza, David? I think that's it. I mean, I mentioned the fact okay. that the Avengers, the Avengers didn't show up. Uh, I, I left off a lot of the ticky tacky stuff that bothered me during the movie. Oh, one more thing. So <laughs> I, I know Shuri learned how to fight, right? She fought yeah. in the end game. She had the, you know, the, the, the yeah. gun things on the fists, whatever. But once she put on the black Panther costume, she suddenly knows how to do spiral twirls and, and, and gymnastics and like all the stuff, somebody who's trained a lifetime to be black Panther knows how to do. It all just seemed very contrived to me that once she put on the costume, she's doing these amazing moves. She did the superhero landing she right out the of the superhero space, landing. The, the Black right. Widow when, landing. That, when she was uh, on the side Elena of the ship, of. she yeah. was doing some incredible moves on the side of the ship that if someone's never fought before, I don't care what costume or flower you created and, and ingested, whatever, you're not going to do that. I just felt like they should have showed her training or there should have been a history of her being a fighter. And then the Four. whole the whole Okoye thing with her getting fired and then having to get brought back once her mother dies. I thought that was unnecessary also. Well, this is that's a woman- supposedly another uh, an, an, one of the plot lines that there was more to. Uh, but for the sake of it being two hours and 40 minutes instead of three hours, they, there were things that they took out. So, yeah, but I agree. Why? Why does it happen at all if you don't really explore it? What were you going to say, Eric? I was going to say maybe, and this will be a bit far-fetched, maybe this is where our um, our MCU uh, Venom is hiding in the Black Panther suit. So Venom is really taking it over. It's total bullshit. There's no way that's even possible, but I'm just I saying. I love that idea. Why not throw it in there that somehow Venom but, found his way to Wakanda. He's yeah. in the suit. He took over so she could do all the moves. When, when you consider the fan theories that uh, we read so regularly, that's better than at least half of them. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, feel free to take it and go with it. Put it. Uh, I'm going to run with it. I'll be like, you. Go with you know, it. a source tells me that that's actually Venom. <laughs> I think you got to the nail on the head about Shuri's size and her acrobatics. You know, like much like Killmonger, Nahmor has his own story, which could be seen as sympathetic. And you, if I was like kind of watching Wayne and see to be even a bigger bad, and it wasn't. So I wasn't looking forward to the fight. But I didn't believe for a second that someone that as strong as Namor or not more, uh, has such a hard time in dispatching Shuri. And to be fair, the yielding scene, while important to show Shuri some mercy, was kind of like the, the air being let out 
of the balloon. It was kind of like, oh, I give up. It's like you're well, killing all the momentum of it. Yeah, yeah. Take him to prison. I mean, Black Adam was in a prison or inside of a prison. Give me something. Black Adam's in prison for like four minutes, and then they <laughs> break him but out. he went. He was there. And does the purple flower give you like Wolverine type healing instantly? Because Shuri had a pull through her abdomen, and then all of a sudden she didn't, and she was fine. I mean, it, it. that's why she's trying to recreate it in the beginning, because the idea is that it could have helped T'Challa heal from, you know, there's an, an illness that we assume is, you know, cancer or something like that. Uh, but yeah, you know, why didn't just, they name that? It, they, was, they just kept saying a mysterious illness. It's like yeah. all this stuff that's going on. And that one thing that can relate to people that he had cancer and he didn't reveal it to his family like he did in real life, honoring that. Well, uh, they just was like, oh, mysterious illness the entire time. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to make light of the fact that she could have just cured it. Right. I don't know. I well, I, I did actually think that that was a good beat character wise. The fact that she eventually is able to synthesize it so that it wasn't impossible that she could have helped save her brother. She just didn't have the time. I do think that that's one of the things that they did well, you know, because that was basically this was they set out to handle the grief for the passing of Chadwick Boseman and, and a way to tell that. And I think that there's a, you know, a couple of very nice montages in the movie, the the sort of the silent Marvel, uh, you know, opening logo with just images of Chadwick Boseman then actually seeing some scenes with him at the end. I think a lot of that is uh, I think that stuff was well done. And for me, the one thing that I always come back to every time I talk to people about this movie is that this is the first time in my life that Namor has been interesting. I have never found him an interesting character. I read an entire John Byrne run in the 90s of the Namor series. I never really cared about him. I think Namorita was more interesting than him because she was in the new uh, the new warriors, you know. So she she like, you know, she had more to do. So I think that he's a great character. And I think giving him this backstory and, you know, you know, just sort of tying it back historically and all that. I'm like, yeah, they they found a great way to make it interesting and tie him uh, into X-Men too. another step yeah, forward he's, towards X-Men. He's just like, yeah. oh, by the way, I'm a mutant. Yeah, exactly. So it's always um, it's always interesting when you have these characters that a lot of people don't know because maybe another <clears> version <throat> of them from another company is more popular, like Aquaman's the you know, premiere for a ocean dwelling kind right. of a being name is no, 25 years old. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, but the, the name character is older than Aquaman, but people only know this one here. It's same thing with like Adam Smasher and Ant-Man. Like Adam Smasher was before Ant-Man, but people know yeah. Ant-Man. They don't know Adam Smasher until the black Adam movie just came out. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of that is that sometimes those characters, just because they were first or whatever, they didn't have the right yeah. writers. Behind it. I always, like Brody said, I always found him boring. Like, I just yeah, didn't 100%. care. Like, he should be more interesting than he was, but you never cared about what he did. Same with Aquaman. You knew who Aquaman was because of who he hung out with, so he was always involved. <laughs> but all his stories were terrible, too. Like, who cares about Adam Curry as well? Um, I think it just falls into the fact that nobody cared or well, nobody really knew publicly about him anymore, and nobody really cared about his stories, the ones who did. This is a chance tying them into X-Men and to mutants or whatever they're going to do going forward to make these older characters that for the longest time, no one cared about actually be worth something to people. Yeah. And it's interesting because obviously, you know, Namor and Aquaman both have Atlantis. So they were like, okay, we're not going to have it be Atlantis. That was, and yeah. 
we're also going to, you know, make it a, a lot cooler than than uh, yeah, the yeah. the Aquaman Atlantis. Uh, what are it your was thoughts? Like Avatar underwater. It was all glowing. Yeah, no, and yeah. So the, it's it's all underwater, and blue. we got blue people. So like, do I need to see Avatar too? I, I guess no, I, I don't. don't. Yeah, that's what. I, that's the, what do you think, Flobo, about uh, Namor? Uh, that that to me was the coolest thing because because Namor to me did feel like derivative. I'm not sure which one was first. Was Namor first? Yeah. yeah. So Namor is like a couple years before. No, yeah, more, yeah. Than, more than twenty. A lot he was, older. Uh, World War Two with Captain America. Okay. Um, uh, he actually, if you read the Invaders comic, he was he fought the Nazis with uh, the original Human Torch, right. whose body got used to make Vision. Yeah, and uh, Union Jack and Spitfire, and it was a whole bunch of people. But Captain America and Namor fought the Nazis together. That's how long he's been around. Well, yeah. Hydrox came up before Oreos, and no one asks us for Hydrox, right? <laughs> 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 no one gives a shit about it. I'll tell correct. you, <laughs> Hydrox only survived because they were kosher, and Oreo cookies were not kosher. Wow. And then if I, if I remember correctly, at one point, Oreos became kosher, and then there was no use for Hydrox. So right. what you're telling me is that Betamax was not kosher, and that's why that's everybody right. wanted to <laughs> That is correct. So, And also, Kanye told me that the Jews oh, control man. the cookie industry. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah. Nice, it's nice that you admit it, Dave. Yeah. I'm I mean, Jewish, look, I get to look, say that. Just look at the Keebler elves. Do we need to say more? I think we can probably move on at this point. Uh, so in general, Flobo, uh, Namor, you are happy with uh, Oh, I loved it. I thought this was a cool, yeah. cool thing. Uh, maybe I'm biased also because I was my minor in college, the Spanish and Mesoamerican studies. I thought it was really cool to pull that into the water, what that would look like if there was a whole idea. And plus, they kind of gave us the old world, new world colonizer thing. It was almost like a rebeat of Killmonger in that way but from a different angle, which I totally enjoyed, which is why the final fight was so disappointing for me because I really wanted Nahmor to win. Or and it, or they combine and find a bigger bad, you know. Yeah, but they they uh, basically put him in the microwave and dried him out. So uh, you know. <laughs> all right, no credits. <laughs> yeah, they put him under the old heating lamp at the diner, you know, while you're waiting for your food to be served. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daniel Drew uh, jumps in. Uh, there's a character that we do see in this movie, uh, Atuma. It's more of an Avengers villain, but uh, maybe not Namora. Um, you know, Atuma reminds me of uh, one of Flobo's favorite characters from Star Trek, Akuma. <laughs> and I only mention it just to make you laugh. Uh, Star Trek Tana. Discovery, yeah, the best uh, Klingon ever. The there were a lot of ever. there were a lot of theories from the trailer that Namor wasn't the villain, that um, Atuma was the villain, that he got Namor's people to attack or do whatever they were doing, and that Namor was going to be the um the peacekeeper and that he was he came in to sort of battle back against atuma uh, but that wasn't obviously what happened but atuma is yeah, a much bigger deal in the comics than just the muscle in the movie like he was yeah there's a you know for uh for another network where uh, i do a show uh the geekscape book club will actually be doing a panel at la comic-con on nice. december 3rd and oh, uh, we'll get be, that name uh, off the floor examining a Black Panther story called uh, Sturm and Drang. And that is essentially this idea that uh, Atuma kind of gets Atlantis together to invade Wakanda. And Namor's like, wait, Black Panther's like, my guy, what are you doing? And uh, so, yeah, I think that uh, it would have made sense. I think it's an interesting choice in the character that they didn't do that, though. You know, that they really developed him in this way. 
And yes, he yields, but then, you know, that scene that we get towards the end of the movie, he's clearly playing the long game. So we'll see. I wonder when we'll see him again. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think the next couple movies don't make sense, but maybe, you, you know, an Avengers level event is uh, something that where we'll see him again. Maybe, maybe. Secret Wars, right? Yeah. yeah Secret yeah. Wars. Did, did you yeah. guys think it was bold of Namor, who really doesn't know about the the surface world as much as probably he should, that he was ready to take on the entire world? Did he not see what Earth's Mightiest Heroes did to... Um, uh, for the Chitari, uh, Thanos, Thanos yeah, didn't yeah. have his people blip out too. Uh, who knows? That's I'm a great question about that. Actually, yeah. yeah. If it, you know, I, they they should have because it's like it didn't just happen on Earth; it happened everywhere. You know, Half of existence. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, would have been uh, something for them to say. Uh, and uh, you know, Cam Egan, uh, after my own heart. Can we please get Schwarzenegger to yell in an MCU movie? <laughs> it's not a Tuma. Thank you, Amy. And uh, that's great. And, uh, Dominicus Saxon really appreciated that. Uh, do that, that. Make him it, Dr. Doom. And then then it fits from that yeah. area of the world. I'm not the doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, I think that there's there's some good takeaways uh, from this movie. And uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want to be disappointed. Uh, and you know, other people that were at the screening that I went to, I talked to. There's one person who agreed with me, but then you know, other people I was talking to was like, "All right, they they saw." And look, I anytime I go see a movie, I want to walk out and be like, "Wow, that was amazing! I loved it." Uh, anytime that I don't, uh, it's because I went to see "Don't Worry, Darling." But also <laughs> because uh, you know, when I don't, I'm just like, "Oh, that's too bad," because I want to like it. I mean. You know, it's very easy to rag on DC movies, but I I want them to be good. I'm taking the time to watch it. I would like it to be good. Sometimes they're they're watchable, you know. But uh, the single the, the biggest disappointment for me, which I know is that it's not like I'm, I'm being facetious, but I'm, I'm legit about this, is the the simplification of the of the post credit sequence. Marvel has been so good with those credit sequences at the end with the sand play the last time that what we got were, you know, it was kind of muted. And I was like, well, okay, you gave me a story. Didn't really have the big battle like we had in the first one. It kind of was a political thing. And then you have the credit sequence, which is also muted. And then you give me the the, the credits where you go, okay, all right, well, it's fine. So I didn't, there was no like moment where you walked out of the theater like an Iron Man one or, or even Doctor Strange, like doing this feeling like you're a character it was kind of like oh i just is, went to a wave is that Which, how you walked out of dr strange Flo? oh absolutely yeah okay. that's, that's how like we walked pers- out of spider-man every movie yeah, just did this whether he was in it or not he walked yeah, out of I, don't worry darling like that yeah, too, so. yeah. <laughs> i'm just more angry in the spider-man movies you know stupid no I, ag- I i agree with you like the, the ending scene like i said before it could have been on the end of the movie like yeah it's cute he had a kid that's fantastic it doesn't move the marvel universe at the moment it was just like one of those you go oh that's nice but well, it wasn't like, you know, Nick Fury announcing another group, right? Right. It wasn't like a Dr. Doom uh, was like in an adamant- adamantium, uh, not a vibranium suit. There was like where you saw a guy in the, in the background and he's now he's Dr. There was nothing that the movie led to that the ending was shocking and led you to the next Marvel movie. This right. movie felt like it had to be made, but that's not a reason to make a movie. Yeah, and by the way, what was missing was the fact that any of those things could have been an end credit scene, but we only got a mid credit scene. You know, I always feel like I'm getting ripped off when I don't get two credit scenes. What were you going to say, Eric? Like what I said earlier, it's it was all self-contained. I think they didn't know what 
to do, to do with him passing that they said we're taking a step back from what we normally do with the Marvel stuff. This is sort of going to be uh, a delicate situation of what we're doing. And I think that's why it wasn't as over the top or ex- uh, over the top or expanded Agreed. into other stuff here. I think they just really felt this was the safest way or the most respectful way to do this. So they just did it for this particular project. Mm. And then they go back again, you know, Monday comes around back to business as usual. We're dealing with this as the best way we, they, we that they think as a corporation can do. So who here got, who here paid less for their ticket because Marvel chinsed out on the action. Well, I I went to a press screening, so I didn't And the popcorn was free. So, How many Marvel movies, even though there's been like 24, however many it's been, where you go to a Marvel movie and everyone's getting up before the the credits, right? And you're like, you dumbasses. But in this one, because my daughter had seen it the day before, I already knew (sighs) there was only one scene. Yeah. So I was getting up and people were looking at me like I was the guy getting up too soon. And I was like, there's no second scene. You're wasting your time (laughs) because my daughter sat there for 10, 12 extra minutes and there's no second scene. I kept waiting. Yeah. I do that all the time. If I see friends that somehow went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but the movie opens Friday, yet they already saw it. I say, how many credit scenes do I stay? And they tell me. And that's it. That's all I want to know is yep, how long it. I stay there for, and then I know to leave. That's it. Yep, I don't want to know anything else. Wouldn't you want to watch the credits of the people who crafted films at sure. all? Right? Yes. Yeah. All right. On the home I'll version. When I get it on Disney Plus, I'll do that. Le- Legitimately, I do like to see the comic creators who they thank since you know they didn't pay them. I figure that uh, <laughs> the very least I should do is read uh, who got uh, you know uh, acknowledged. Uh, conversation in the chat. Uh, Ivan Soto said, am I biased towards Neymar because he's half Hispanic, uh, which uh, speaks to Ivan Soto. And uh, Dominica Saxon followed that up. I'm biased towards Neymar because he's a badass. Personally, I couldn't care less that he's not half Mexican like me. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, the the last, you know, the last wave, the, the last really couple phases, they've really focused on, you know, the diversity of their heroes and, you know, the cynic in me is like, yeah, because you're selling this stuff all around the world. So people want to see people that look like them. But also you're able to tell more interesting stories. This is why Namor's more interesting. He was always he's like he was always just the fish man with the winged feet, you know. Yeah, so, but now you're bringing, uh, you know, um, Latin America, Central America, all that whole yeah. area there. The Caribbean can come into play now, too, from where they're located. That's just another part of the world that we haven't focused on yet. So you can say, I know when people get mad, it's like, oh, they feel like it's a lot of forced casting and a lot of things. But you're you're completely right. It opens up stories in different parts of the world by casting people like this. Yeah. So that we're like, all right, not everything's in North America. You know, not everything's in New York City. Mm-hmm. Now we, we have an area of the Caribbean and, and South America there that we can focus on. We've got parts of Africa already. We're going to venture in. You know, they've already been kind of teasing uh, Doom's Village and all that. So we're going to go into like the Eastern Bloc area uh, of Europe and Russia. Like it's opening up more pieces of the world into the universe. That, that would have been great, actually, if at the United Nations there was the, you know, they have the little the little uh, name plates for all the countries if latveria was just sitting back there yes that's, uh, you know that would have been a nice touch yeah did it bother anybody that after a fight with a, a water god that uh chala's kid is on an island in the middle of the caribbean at all 
<laughs> I thought, give him mountainside. Give him somewhere elevated. No, okay, I'll stop. That, I, I mean, look, you're not, you're not, in, you're not wrong at all. But uh, you know, look, there's little things to poke a hole in the movie. But it's, uh, and while I enjoyed it for the most part, it, maybe you know, one of the things that I said when I first saw it was, in a lot of ways, it almost like, okay, yeah, so this was uh, MCU chapter 26 out of you know 200, 300, whatever. You know, so it just sort of it feels like it it didn't even move the bigger story along. And one of the things we barely talked about is, uh, you know, uh, Julie Dreyfus, Martin Freeman, their characters are, are fun. That was entirely the weird part in the movie. Entirely like entirely unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That was the most off-putting part of the movie. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't see this. Who? Yeah. Who? Who is it harder to believe? Yeah. That, that, you know, like that the two of them get married. I'm like. That's really weird, but who's it weirder for? Yeah. Right. Valentina or Ross, you know, who's apparently not related to Thunderbolt Ross, uh, at least not in the comic books. Uh, I, no, I Harrison did. Ford's going to be Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, yeah, that whole storyline was if, if you had him in the movie just so he could rat out where Riri went to school, you yeah. know, that OK, but Val, Val didn't need to be in the movie at all. Except no. if you wanted to show that she's now part of the government officially, but I feel yeah, like she's the director of the CIA. So right, you yeah. could have you could have done that in an MCU show. You didn't. She didn't need that much screen time, right? Mm. Like it was it was. If you want to make it less than two and a half hours, take out that subplot that didn't need to be there. Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, I don't know. Did you have any feelings like that, Flobo, about uh, you know things that they were trying too hard to you know focus on the world building? I think they didn't get too bogged down in it, but uh, did you see moments where you were like, all right, just tell this story? It was interesting because like, I, I, I can't think of any particular storyline that I wanted to cut out, but I, I'm cracking up because I had texted Christian while the movie was going. And he's like, you're not texting during the movie, are you? I'm like, no! Because I knew I like, you were. That's but why would that, I be yeah. doing that if I wasn't fully engaged? So I, I I don't know. It's a hard question to answer. But yeah, I totally was kind of looking at the phone. Because Marvel movies do have that bloat. Um, and again, compare that to Black Adam, uh, which is a movie I saw two weeks prior. That was like 100 minutes. That was like, you blink and you miss it and it was done. That story was kind of meh too. Oh, like, it was the action was great, but yeah. it was nice just to see a superhero killing people all the time. That was fantastic. But the rest of the story is like, oh, this is they just oversimplified the story, and The Rock didn't really try for an accent or trying to learn English. Mm -hmm. He just was speaking slower as The Rock. Oh. Everything else was fine, but the story was just. I, I'm gonna. I, 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 I'm gonna. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna vote for uh, Dwayne Johnson never trying to do an accent, so I'm okay <clears throat> that he didn't. You know, right. uh, I, I we don't we don't need a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves moment uh, on on his. Reunion. Maybe we do. Maybe we you do. know what you might be right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Look, it's a uh, it, it's a uh, it's a bit of a heavy movie, and uh, you know there there is some fun to it, but. You know, uh, Angela Bassett was phenomenal, and uh, oh, they they killed terrific, her off. Terrific, and supposedly that was in the earliest version of the sequel for this, where it still would have been T'Challa. There was always a plan for Namor, and she was going to die. And you know, there these beats would have actually been similar. But uh, I thought, it, you know, it was great. Her being able to fight that makes sense. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so do you uh, think? Yeah. Based on the reviews before you saw the movie and now that you've seen the movie, would you agree there's an undertone of 
you're not allowed to not like the movie. Yes. I, I, I feel like the reviewers were like, oh, it's so great. And it, oh, it's such a beautiful tribute. That's fine. It was a beautiful tribute. They did a great job with that. But I feel like people will get angry at you if you say you didn't like it. Like, how dare you? The movie was a bit like it had good moments, but it doesn't have to like it. And I feel like you get in trouble for saying you don't like it. You feel no, like I was worried accurate? about saying I didn't love it after I saw it, but uh, I, I felt like I had my odds. I talked to three friends who I'd been sitting with. I'm like, all right, one of them is going to agree with me. And, and and she did. The other two didn't. But yeah. Yeah. but uh, I was like, or at least somebody kind of saw what I saw, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that because Black Panther, the character, the first Black Panther, obviously there was the cultural significance uh, maybe just people are afraid to say that they didn't like it. Look, if I hated it, I probably w- I wouldn't shout like I did about "Don't Worry, Darling" or "Rob Zombie's The Monsters." Don't do you know? that in front of my daughters who love Harry Styles; they'll kill you. I mean, the, look, he did a he did a great job as uh, Jimmy Fallon's IT guy character from 2000 in the third wow. reel of uh, "Don't Worry, Darling." Um, if there's ever a movie that I don't care about spoiling for people, it's that one. Um, but, uh, I don't know, Flobo, what do you think? Uh, do you, th- you know, uh, do you think that, that maybe there is some more dissatisfaction with this movie, but people are like, yeah, it's 2022. I don't want the headache of saying I didn't like Black Panther. Um, I think a lot of my non-black friends have that concern that they're not allowed yeah. to like the film. Uh, and they feel that if they, if they say that there's any kind of plot holes in there, then they might be what they would call it, cancel culture or people dragging them out. I always felt that these kind of movies always were polarizing, except for Green Lantern. Everyone hated that movie. Uh, <laughs> but but I totally get it, because the, the first Black Panther, again, was special to me, not because I was Black, but because I was a first-generation American. So like yeah. I really thought that story, Killmonger story specifically, was for me. And the second movie, much I compare to Fast 7, has a lot of holes and flaws, but we have to look past it because it would could have been had our lead had not passed away so right. you can't deny that like this, this is why i say the things i like but if i sit there and i said this movie is perfect i'll be lying to myself and that yeah. is just terrible yeah. and 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 yet flobo is the one of the four of us that i think could uh <clears throat> shout from the mountaintops that he doesn't like riri williams the rest <laughs> of us are like no she's great look no, I, I, i'm going way, to I t- now i'm just gonna cut this clip and if someone comes after me go no 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 see <laughs> he, he said it first so he i'm gonna follow his lead yeah, look, until Into the Spider-Verse, I was always like, Miles Morales, man, I'm a Peter Parker guy. But right. then I actually saw a story with him, and I'm like, oh, I like Miles, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dave's old, you know, his bladder can't last And I long, think man. that, uh, you know, Flobo, maybe <laughs> maybe an Ironheart series, maybe she'll win you over. Uh, her target They have a lot more explaining good. to do with her. Yeah. Um, if that series is going to be done right, they really got to... Um, almost like Peter Parker where it's like, all right, he just did a massive Avengers event. Now he's in his back in his world. We got to develop him and his story. They got a lot to do with her because her coming in, especially the attitude drove me nuts where she just came in and she just had this attitude of not of being afraid or not believing what's going on, but it was just one of those attitudes where everybody hates everything that that came off like that. And and then she started to realize, okay, I need to take this more seriously. And then, you know, she developed into a, a regular or whatever her personality is uh, going to be going forward. I just, it was just weird to come in and that she just, just hated everything. Everything yeah. going on was a bit off-putting. 
And to compare the two, you know, they're kind of different. With Miles, the story was a little bit different, and his powers were different. So you're kind of right. like, yeah. well, how does that work in the city? But if I told you, hey, in this new movie I'm coming out with, there's going to be a smart, young prodigy that's going to work at MIT. It's going to be very, very intelligent. You know, like, I've seen this movie. A bunch of times. Oh, yeah. but she has attitude. Oh, okay. So it's the 90s. You know what I mean? It just feels <laughs> very dated. And so I want fresh characters, not just rehashes with different colors doing these roles. All right, I'm clipping that too, because that's yeah. gonna help me a lot. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> we should all we should all have MP3s of Flobo that uh, will help us uh, just hate on me. Yeah. Uh yeah, just uh you know, you, you can really navigate Star Trek in an interesting way. Thanks to uh, Flobo's opinions on it. <laughs> Next week, we'll be back with an episode discussing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which uh, I was lucky enough to watch this afternoon. No. And all on. I will say is uh, it was a Christmas miracle. I loved it. Kevin it's Bacon's so, in it. It's going it's to be fantastic. so good. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of fantastic. He's not now, playing a song with his brother in that movie, is he? Because that's you know all what? he does now. He just goes around touring with his brother. With they do you mean like the bacon? They're the, the bacon, bacon brothers, brothers right? yeah. So I'm excited to be able to talk about that next week. I'm excited for people to see now, it. You can't talk about it at all for how many days? I can say that I liked it. I can't. I can't write a review of it yet. I okay. Can I? I'm going to ask you a question that I because I know how it works. I've gotten some of these previews before can you say whether or not there's a bonus scene a mid-credit scene or a post yeah i can say scene? that there's an end credit scene can you say that you liked it <laughs> yes okay can you say that we'll like it uh, i don't know Do you, okay is it better than the black panther wakanda forever post-credit scene mid-credit scene whatever it's funnier Okay, fair enough. Is Mephisto in it? Yeah, Mephisto. (laughs) It's like a 42-minute special. 27 minutes are Mephisto. So (laughs) They're all just like, where is he? It's like the Poochie thing from The Simpsons. Where is is Mephisto? Why is he not in the room here with us? What's going on? I wonder what he's doing right now. Yeah. Are we getting Nova? That's my question. (laughs) They were going to have Hank Azaria do the voice of Mephisto, but they decided they want an actual devil person to do it. So... If they, that was for you, Eric. It'd be great but, if Mephisto uh, had Mo's that. voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what are we doing here? I don't know what we're doing here. I'm Mephisto. <laughs> uh, are you wrapping up here, Christian? Because I, I was one about question to, yeah. For everybody, if uh, since yeah. we're in the thing with Marvel here, I'm asking everybody the news today that came out involving Blade, the new redesign, the restructure, what they're doing here. So, Blade hired uh, the uh, director from Lovecraft Country, which was a great show on uh, HBO, but they yeah. canceled it after one season i don't know why they're bringing the director in and they've shifted the tone and making it a very dark and gritty take on blade for the mcu which is what it should have been in the first place correct now this news came out new director and they're taking a darker tone somewhere soon i'm hoping that they announce like hey you know what we are making it an r-rated r-rated movie because blade can work in ensemble stuff as a pg-13 but when his own stories are going on Look, you want to see the techno blood shower in a club again. You want to see all that cool stuff that Blade had going in the comics and in the Wesley Snipes movies. That needs to be an R-rated movie on its yeah. own. Uh, Bringing in them the into sense the sense you're talking about, Americ, 
It's Deadpool. Yeah, you can put him in an Avengers movie that's rated PG-13 if you want to, but his movie needs to be rated R. Right. Blade, more than Deadpool, needs to be rated R. I agree. So with this news, do you agree that or you think at some point they're going to announce we're going to take a shot and Blade's now going to be an R-rated movie? Yeah, I think Bob Iger is, uh, you know, back in the That too. Chair, yeah, I forgot all about he's that. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we want more R-rated movies. Let's Let's go. Uh, although that was it's apparently one of the things that, uh, you know, expedited the loss of how do you say that guy's name? Chappic? Chappaquiddick? Yeah. Uh, Bob Chappaquiddick. <laughs> he, got back, he said that he didn't think adults watched animated movies. He didn't think adults wanted to watch animated okay. movies. I'm like, you're your out. company is built on that. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what you do here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Eric, you left something out about the uh, the Blade uh, updates. What? Uh, they're putting Riri Williams in it. Oh, oh come right. on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, look at you, vampire! You look like death. You need to redo your makeup. Okay, she's not a sassy black woman. You gotta stop. She was when she was in her dorm room. She wasn't doing oh oh. She wasn't doing that. And I didn't right. like her Iron Man suit. She looked like Bumblebee from the Transformers. It just looked terrible. Like Bumblebee. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Well, they took that suit away from her. They're like, hey, we, we can't let you keep yeah. that. Uh -uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, intellectual property. Yeah. That was yeah. last yeah. fall's look. That's why they took but it away. But it's also from like, her. yeah, that's uh, that suit is a uh, movie budget. You're going to go on a TV show. So you're going to get your own suit. Uh, you're going to get so. one that Umbaku is going to make for you out of wood. Yeah. <laughs> Woodman. That'd be great. I mean, yeah. That, I would love to, you know, uh, one Woodman. of you mentioned earlier about the idea of Umbaku being Black Panther. I would love to see him with the Black Panther suit on, but it doesn't actually fit. You know, it's yeah. like it's, it's like fits. his stomach's hanging out. <laughs> Blob Panther. <laughs> he's riding a bike like debo and friday yeah. just running around uh, the village. what are uh what are what are your guys thoughts on uh on blade uh to eric's point uh flobo i like it i i at first was like i'm not sure if an r-rated blade would work with the the whole bright light how things are shot let's do to him kind of trickery like moon knight but from a business standpoint deadpool's doing well deadpool can't be there forever if you have like a marvel knight's kind of universe yeah. why not use a blade on top of that one yeah what do you think david uh you oh, think that the... i think if if you take a look at werewolf by night and how they did that i i think you can do anything with with blade that you want i mean they made it a black and white gory movie yeah i i think blade needs to be what's the group the um it's ghost rider and uh blade oh is that sons of vengeance or so, sons uh, of uh, anarchy no that's a tv show it's the uh Ryan do this world yeah yeah it's i forget if somebody knows pop spirits up, of vengeance or something like that is yeah the, anyway or norman greenbaum spirit in the sky that's what it is <laughs> anyway there's a whole group. Suns, right Mid, is it midnight yeah, suns that's, that's it, it. Yeah, okay. midnight that's suns it. i think blade needs to be violent and bloody and gory oh, yeah and and better than morbius I think you'll be fine. Yeah. And, uh, I, I honestly, give credit to Ken Hogan, who also. There you go. Uh, Midnight Suns. Midnight Thank Sun. you. Well done. Uh, yeah, I think it, his movies better. alone, like the fact that they said it's going to be darker and grittier. I think him alone can be in an R-rated universe. When you bring him in to some other ensemble or somebody else's part of the MCU, you tone him down to be a PG-13. That was my theory when they announced um, the Fox merger about bringing Deadpool over. And then when now they finally announced Deadpool 3. And they said they're keeping it an R-rated movie. They let him do what he does. And I think it would be funny if they bring him into an ensemble film. 
that he's because it's PG-13. He's beeped and he knows he's beeped. But the rest of the people in the movie don't know that he's cursing or it's beeped or whatever. They have no reaction to it. And every time he says his horrific stuff, it's constantly censoring him. I think that's a funny angle to bring him in to a uh, a lower rated movie. Yeah, I, I, I just wonder how much longer it'll be now until we get that Blade movie, because, uh, you know, this is well, a, they haven't even restarted it again. Like yeah, they scrapped everything. So the yeah. fact that they made this announcement today with the new director and the new tone that it's going to take, you know, it's going to be a while that they're going to uh, rewrite or redo or maybe even start all over again. Whatever the story was going to be, we don't know. And probably we're going to hear something either by Christmas or after the new year and yet somewhere in January that they're going to production starts in, in May for the blade movie. Yeah. And it's estimated for whenever it's going to come well, out. When we get I think Mahershala Star Ali was a great choice for casting. And so as long as, as long as that's what they're sticking with and then whatever they do to make the best movie, uh, I'm on board Ooh, for it. I heard Jim Carrey's taking over. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. I mean, oh, yeah. He's uh he's got a great history uh, in comic book movies. So uh <laughs> yeah. You know. How many easter more... eggs do you think we're going to see now going into phase 5 and 6 from all these prominent actors and directors that are just shitting all over the MCU? Like there'll be like a Spielberg decapitation or something like that that's going on for the movies <laughs> just to take shots at Scorsese everybody. Oh, Scorsese's got to go in a movie. He's got to yeah. be Scorsese's yeah. got to be the new Stan Lee. Where Stanley, like Kenny, he should be the new Kenny. He's killed He's in every movie. every movie. Oh my God, they killed Scorsese. Actually, in it's the, just in always the on MCU. a TV in the background. That one clip of him getting killed from something in, in the MCU. The only movie that Scorsese ever made was Kundun. That was it. It was the one shot that he got, and he never got to make anything else. So, uh, we'll we'll stick with that. Uh, but. I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, people, a lot of filmmakers get dragged into these conversations. I heard an interview with Quentin Tarantino and they were trying to ask him, you know, the same thing, like, well, what do you think about, you know, Marvel movies being cinema? And he's like, I don't know if I was a kid, I would love them, you know? And, uh, you know, and I think that uh, there's something to be said for it, but you know, not everybody has to like everything. No, I, I think that uh, that gets lost a lot these days, but. What do I know? Yeah, you always have to have a side, you know, or yeah. where you stand. Where's the line that you're standing on to for this issue? And it's I that doesn't maybe you're not a movie fan, so you don't care about the Marvel movies, but then you don't care about the art house movies either. It's like I, this isn't for me. You can say you don't like this stuff, but you're not paying to go watch it. So no one's telling you it's your job to go watch this stuff. So then don't watch it. Have to look. There's some uh, Tarantino and Scorsese movies that they put out that weren't that good. More Scorsese like that. Irishman was garbage, but everything since Godfather two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a wide berth. Yeah, the all right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, you don't have to like it, but it's just, you know, it gets clickbait headlines because if you say something about Marvel, because it's whether you like it or not, biggest franchise ever. It's bigger than, you know, Harry Potter and it's bigger than whatever Star Wars and all of that other stuff. It is what it is. So you're going to take a shot at the at the guy on the top. So you don't have to watch it. That's the I thing. think there's more Avatar movies, though, being made than there are Marvel movies. They just for nobody. Happy. He's just making them for himself. He, yeah, <laughs> he's has yeah, anybody he's... like. Avatar 2 is coming out, right? And 3 yeah. is coming out right after that. We all liked Avatar 1, mostly because it was like br breaking, uh, cutting edge technology. Oh, yeah. that, yes. Story Do you stuff. remember any of the characters' names? Nope. 
The have one you, guy was named Sully, right? The main guy. I don't <laughs> no, know. you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the Tom Hanks, the uh, Tom Hanks airplane. movie. When he, oh yeah. no! <laughs> yes, I got those easy confused. All the isn't they're there basically the same movie. <laughs> but like <laughs> Star Wars, when they made uh, when they made um, Phantom Menace, right? That was the 1999. Yeah, the, six... the 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 best the best of all of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, Go ahead. but I mean, you waited 16 years to see Star Wars again. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's like, what was the any of the characters in Avatar going? Oh God, I can't wait to see what happens with the relationship between what I yeah yeah they blew the tree up. This white people are bad. Like you know, mankind is I bad. Mean, that's true. That was we not the point of the movie true. at all. <laughs> white people are bad. Details. Well, you know, I mean, not non-blue people. Yeah, that's it was, what, it was the government is bad. The yeah. government like zombie bad. films. We are the people. Okay, we humans. Right. <laughs> Brody, I, just, I, yeah. I had a moment during the because Avatar ran as one of the uh, previews before Black Panther mm-hmm. and I un, I didn't think it, it I used my uh, indoor and my inside voice on the outside. There was a scene where it was just a horrible line in the Avatar preview. And right as this scene happened, it, it's one of those you know dramatic pauses before somebody says something again. And in that pause, I just went. Ugh, like that really loud and i heard myself in the theater i went oh god everyone just heard me but it was so terrible i was I talking to my somebody who said they were they loved avatar loved avatar so i said do you think chaka will be in the movie and will they have the same actor play chaka and he's like i don't know that's a good question i'm like there's no such character i just made that up <laughs> i just made that up man white people are bad nah i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no are, I mean, but that's like- not why <laughs> Even yeah, the marketing's I, terrible for that. They, they their big tie-in is they put blue crunch berries in frosted flakes, and it's called Avatar cereal. Wait, now. for You're real? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm in. Why right, did they just put go. water in it? Yeah, we, we we already went over, but I gotta go get some of those blue crunch berries. <laughs> oh wow, Pandora flakes. He's not kidding, y'all. Yeah, Pandora, <laughs> this is awesome. an app. Sheesh, yeah, you think store. that the marketing would be better since Disney owns Fox now? You know. Yeah. And, no, uh, it's terrible. Here, here's how we could all decide if it's a good movie go see it in 2d and no see, then you can decide if it's a good movie you no know? watch I don't it on go, your phone i don't go see movies in 3d or imax anymore i, I mean I, this is the one where i i, oh, I saw black panther in imax and i i would think i was glad for imax 3d i really don't i don't yeah. enjoy 3d uh, pretty much ever i can't remember a time where i was like i'm so glad i saw 3d you know avatar yeah, well, yeah, that's you're right. That's the last time. It's ten years ago. Yeah, and it's like even then, I was like, I know that this is as cool as it is. Whatever that quotient is, wherever that that box you check, it's only because it's in three D. Okay, so. but when when you're you're watching three D uh, uh, in the movie, and that the numbers countdown, they come at you at the beginning, right? Yeah, three. That's the coolest part, right there. You take the glasses you mean, off it, after for that. an IMAX. Yeah, I, yeah. that's true. Anyway, so uh, I guess uh, we'll all see uh, Avatar 2 in December and we'll uh, reassemble and give our thoughts. And then a month later, we'll see Avatar 3. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe he's got up to five. Uh, I don't know if it's five he has films two and or five three sequels. done. And I think yeah. he has commitments for four or five based on how two and three do. But what happens if two tanks and you got three in the can? I ready hope to come it out? tanks. Unfortunately, I think it's opening a weekend that that there's nothing else around it, but uh, yeah. so it'll do fine. But I just I hope he spent a massive amount on the budget 
plus the marketing and it doesn't bring anywhere near covering that because wow i i really am just sick of jim james cameron i'm tired of his nonsense but he's wow. the king of the Someone world needs a james cameron podcast yeah. i think yeah uh, that was it you could just quote yeah. me and that's the whole podcast i'll put it out that there. for later Sheesh. it's, it's just why do you same, hate blue people the, the same 30 <laughs> second blurb every <laughs> week where eric is just like i've had it with jim cameron well, in any case, uh, I appreciate uh, the uh, the conversation that we had and the little little post show chat that we're having that everybody's a part of. I want to know what everybody thinks about uh, Black Panther, but really, we're going to start focusing on uh, Avatar before we know it, and uh, of course, the Guardians Christmas special. But if uh, everyone in the audience wants to keep tabs on our panel today, let's go counterclockwise. Eric, where do they find you? Um, you can go to uh, it's ericnagel.com. It's Eric with a K, spelt the correct way. It's ericnagel.com. Uh, has the links to all, all my uh, my uh, shows uh, on iHeartRadio and Compound and all these other places. And it's Eric Nagel across the board and all the social medias. And Flobo, I mentioned earlier that you are responsible for new content every day. Please tell us some of that content and where it can well, be found. Like Eric Nagel, my name is spelled correctly, F-L-O-P-O. Uh, Flopito.com, that's the website to check out with new content lives. But you can also find me on that Twitter sphere, if it's still up, you know, uh, at Flopoboys. Come and say hi. Uh, and David Brody, where can, can people find, find the right Brooklyn there, Boys? The social media right there. Uh, you can find the Brooklyn Boys podcast wherever you get your podcast, unless you get your podcast in some weird place. But uh, it's available most places. And you will see my sarcasm and ability to write puns uh, in the 2023 set of wacky packages stickers. Thanks to Tops. Shout out Tops. So, and uh, of course, I, as always, can be found at Christian DMZ Twitter, Instagram, and uh, I, I, I guess I, I need to look at like Mastodon and Hive, and I don't know if I, if I ever sign up for anything else, I'll let you know. Um, Just go and claim your names. That's yeah. It. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, Hold on. Mastodon, what, my name on Mastodon at David, at David Brody. Brody B R O D Y. Okay. Yep. Uh, but of course, subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel, B L A D T C A S T. I appreciate everybody spending time with us. I hope that you have or have had a joyous Thanksgiving in the weeks ahead. We will be talking about the Guardians holiday special. And I was waiting for the end of the series to talk about uh, the new Star Wars series and or. So come back, subscribe, find us. We want to talk to you. But that's all the time we have for now. We'll see you next time on The Black Cast. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas is here. What the heck's a turtle dove? And who lit up that deer? Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like The Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram, 
And of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on The Bladcast. Hope I'm saying this right. The Bladcast. Firestar, over here. Coming, Cyclops. This is our other new member, Wolverine. Oh, you don't. Want a piece of fruit? Bye, everybody. Goodbye.